Greetings and welcome to episode nine, part two of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Naima. This week, I'm joined once again by my good friend, McKenna Garganu, celebrity event producer of the Conscious Comedy Explosion and also the producer of the Superwoman Spa Party. If you have not listened to part one yet, I highly encourage you to go back and listen because it is so rich and McKenna is on fire and it is so full of wisdom and inspiration. We left the last episode on a cliffhanger. And so this episode, we pick up where we left off. So stay tuned. episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And then I ended up having this um, dream where I saw I was in the audience and she and uh, and she was introducing, you know, all the co-authors that were part of this book project. And I didn't get to go on stage because I didn't do my part. And so I was in the audience instead of on stage. Wow. And so when I woke up, I said I, I heard, you know, the spirit tell me, do you want to be on the stage? or in the audience, where you gonna be? <laughs> and so, so like those opportunities come and when they come, you have to get ready for it and move because you know, there's another thing that God wants you to be doing. And then if you don't do it, then you may put yourself back a few years. I tell people, to, you know, some people don't believe that. So I got time, got time. No, you don't, you know, mm. you don't just got time. But time don't just wait on you, time moves on. Yes, <laughs> And absolutely. the opportunity may move on with it too. You may not be able to get back around it two years later. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that's something I definitely have witnessed with you as well, with just things happening in the right time. You know, it just seems like things have just been this constant progression. And um, so, for example, you know, the the self care and the and that the health issues that you had, and one of the things that I love about you is that you are always you're always thinking about other people. And even though, you know, of course, we we always have to take care of ourselves, but you always are focused on other people and their well-being and helping people to get to their well-being through various means. And so um, talk about how the Superwoman Spa Party was born. Wow, that is something that I um, co-founded with my best friend, I said. (laughs) And it was because that um, we had, you know, we noticed a lot of our friends were getting stressed out, you know, and and they were choosing to do a lot of happy hours. And in some cases, we, I, I saw some people start, you know, taking, you know, uh, antidepressants, mm. you know. Um, and so that really concerned me because I said, if we're going to do that much stress, but we think we got to be going to the doctor and be prescribed to something, that's not that um, that's not good. And I remember um, one of my associates telling me um, that she'd rather take that, take an antidepressant, 
you know, because she don't have to feel nothing. She said she's able to get along with her husband better and she was able to get along with her, deal with her child issue or her daughter more than, than to deal with things. And I was like, oh my God, I said, that's not, that's not what this was before, you know, you know, and I, I don't want people to think that's the only way. So um, I said, had just became a massage therapist in school. So um, we, she said that, you know, I told her, I said, I think we need to do something, do something. And then I was um, getting to the travel industry, learning about how to do uh, travel events and how to get into cruise industry and everything. So I wanted to do more promotions and teaching people about how to distress themselves by going traveling these beautiful places. And then because she became a massage therapist, I thought it'd be cool for us to create an event where we can basically help women to release that stress, where mm -hmm. these are, you know, super women, you know, women who get the job done, who always push and push and make things happen. But like you said, the self-care is mm -hmm. not in place, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and we, of course, we believe in holistic ways of living. So we were looking for vendors and speakers and different people that dealt with that um, modalities mm -hmm. of health. Mm -hmm. which we know in westernized medicine, they do not talk about that enough. So some people didn't understand the power of massage therapy. They didn't understand, you know, how positive thinking affects your health. You know, we have speakers to talk about that. We have people that will come, you know, have special, you know, um, oils, essential oils you can use for aromatherapy. You know, um, we have had um, someone to come and talk about, talk about chiropractic work, you know, just different things so people can learn about their bodies and also about nutrition and, you know, and, you know, and herbology and all that stuff, because some people are just not educated, you mm -hmm. know, and so that's how it came about. And it became like a safe haven for the women. I mean, I remember when we first started, I remember making chocolate strawberries for the women <laughs> coming because I wanted them to have fun and get away. And we would have, you know, music, you know, we have food they, they could get. I mean, so it was just a whole experience of just like, I'm away from everything. Yeah. And so um, so that's how, how it started up, you know, our, our concern for women who work hard that they did not know what to do, do with stress management, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, to your point about that, you know, being women who get things done and who, you know, we have this invisible S on our chest and stuff. And, and oftentimes we put other people ahead of ourselves. And um, the one person that we need to be taking care of is ourself. Um, and sometimes as givers, we don't know how to do that. We don't know how to turn it off because we're on so much. And as a result mm -hmm. of that, you know, oftentimes women end up feeling depleted. Um, and as mm -hmm. you mentioned, you know, falling into depression because mm -hmm. of trying to uh, pour from an empty cup mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. having difficulty with our own issues, difficulty with our own, you know, mental health um, because of, of giving so much and not receiving and, you know, not knowing how to um, take care of ourselves. And so, um, you know, there's definitely something to be said for knowing how to balance. And so on that note, um, one of the things I would like for you to talk about is how you have been balancing um, parenting with running a business, um, especially because now um, with COVID, 
<laughs> everything has shifted and you know it's one thing when your kids are out on summer break but now that you know everyone is at home and having to to do things how mm-hmm. have how have you been balancing and how have you pivoted girl that's a good question <laughs> I, I mean it's it's not easy you know it's um I don't think any of us have the magic solution to what just happened mm-hmm. like you had to really sit back and figure this out it's like what this look like you know mm-hmm. um in your life you know um for your family you know um and then it made me really reflect about you know what's going to happen with my business and how it would impact my business in uh and the financial healthiness of my business along with how to make sure my my kids are still being educated and keeping up with different things. And just also motivating your children because you don't want them to just be in this computer world only where they don't have no sense of how to socialize or how to have fun. They can't see their friends and all. So it's, it really uh, put extra pre- pressure on the parents to be mm-hmm. more involved. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, you know, uh, and so the balance what I found for me was that I just allowed stuff to just happen and just take one day at a time mm-hmm. like stop this was not one of the things for us to figure it out all at once mm-hmm. it was you can't you couldn't you couldn't figure out i mean i remember when it all happened and we our events were getting canceled back to back like march is usually the most busiest uh, month for us you know my husband had run events then i i was supposed to did like a um i think i was supposed to be doing like a comedy show or something like in earlier a part of the um, year and just it was just like this ain't happened that ain't happening you know and um just I had all these things and I'm like we can't do nothing you know and then of course the first part was okay with the kids when they first got into distance learning because you know they weren't putting a lot of pressures about the kids really understanding how to learn that way but now it's a little bit harder because it's really counting right now mm-hmm you know, so they're making the kids more accountable. So the parents have to be a little bit more, you know, serious because at the time when they first had distance learning, you know, the kids was like kind of forced out of school, you know, so they didn't want them to feel like if they couldn't keep up, they will fail, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were a little more lax and kind of trying to uh, be a very adapted to the students, new way of, you know, learning. Um, but it's it has pushed me to really think about my family, what our future is going to look like 10 years from now, like what kind of life we want to live, you know, it really started, I started looking at like, am I too busy? Like before this happened, was I doing too much stuff? You know, I started looking like, how have I been even surviving all this time doing this and that and still running a household? Because we have more time to run our household. We had mm-hmm. never had that much time in our life, you know? Yeah. So I was like, it really pushed me to look at life differently and say like, what's most important? You know, God first, family second. So business business is third, meaning that's your business or your workplace. But somehow mm-hmm. we have put business in, you know, in our workplace before our family and before God. Mm. So, you know, so it really pushed me to say, we will be working around that you know, those two things I said first and foremost, like make sure your house in order. If your house is in order, you could be more successful in these other things. Yeah. You know, and so that's what I started thinking about, you know, because if you fight against it, I mean, you just say, I'm just going to run my business. I'm going to do this and do that no matter what. Then someone's going to suffer through it. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so it, it, it pushed us both to let go of some things. You know, yeah. we had to let go of some stuff. Like, you know, I didn't rush. I know some people rushed to figure out how to make all their events virtual. And I had a little pressure on me. Some people said, can you need to be, figure out how to do these virtual events now? You need to do this and that. And then, and then I had talked to this one lady um, that kind of been advising me, you know, about, you know, about the spiritual side, you know, uh, of my business. She said, do you don't have to rush and do a YouTube right now? You don't have to rush and do a virtual. She said, you don't have to do anything. She said, you're good. Just sit back and figure this out. Mm-hmm. And then it was interesting. I remember feeling this extra pressure, like, oh my God, you know, I don't want, I want people to think I'm not doing anything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so I had talked to one of my uh, young comedian friends um, that, you know, and I saw he did a virtual comedy show. And I called him and I said, how did it go when you did your virtual comedy show? He said, oh, McKenna, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, he said, it's different. You know, he was telling me how to put a virtual comedy show to use Zoom and what to put on. And I said, well, I told him I've been feeling a little pressure about that I need to do something. He said, McKenna, no, you don't. He said, if you want to do it, do it. Mm. If you want to wait till next year, wait till next year. It doesn't matter. We all are trying to figure this thing out. It's not yeah. that. It's like, don't make it that important. Don't feel like you have to do this right now. Yeah. He said, he said, I'm only doing this one. He said, and I got focus on my family, you know? So I was like, okay. So I was, had to, you know, basically realize that this is okay not to be busy right now. It's okay not to hurry up and substitute everything. You know, um, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. If they feel like they have to rush and do all this stuff right now. You don't have to do that. I actually needed a mental break. I, yeah. I, I realized I needed a mental break. Yeah. Because I've been running for a long time. You know, I've literally have I've I've seen us do four or five events in one month. And so I was like, just take a woosah moment. <laughs> just be still. Yeah. Just build your energy back up, you know. And so I'm glad that I didn't push myself to like stay in the race mm. i didn't need to yeah. you know and god has taken care of me in ways that i never imagined and i'm like I, I now i know i didn't have to and i took time to study more to be trained in other areas that i haven't had time to do because i'm always playing this juggling game mm-hmm. and now i have a clear um um reason for why do i do because first and foremost i work from home because i want to spend more time with my family mm-hmm. period Mm-hmm. That was my main reason for choosing 15 years ago to work from home. So now I really can lay out my plan. Actually, what to me, a, what a streamlined, stable home looked like. I have time to figure that out right now. And I do not want to rush the process. Yeah. So I was able to learn technology. I was able to, my one of my success coaches taught me how to use Zoom better for presentations. And that was a new skill for me. I didn't realize I was uncomfortable with doing that, <laughs> you know? So I, I, was, I had time to learn and watch and see. And so I feel more equipped to do what I feel like my next level is instead of me just drawing things together just because for the sake of, I look like I'm doing something. Oh my God. That's how the ego, the ego would mess with you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I thought to myself one day, I don't done enough. I, I told my husband one day, I said, do you realize how many events we've done in the last 15 years since we've been married? I said, I've done enough. 
Yeah. I said, this is my time. <laughs> I love it. They can go through Facebook memories and see all the stuff I've done. I'm like, I don't have nothing, I don't have nothing to prove. <laughs> oh my God. I love and when you it. come to that place where you realize you have nothing to prove, because you like, you be, I think that's when the healing starts. You know, you can't allow your brand to run you. You got you gotta be in control of that too. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it, Nima. You are you are speaking to my heart right now. Oh, my oh God. Nima, yes. I know because because the industry I'm in is all about moving fast mm. as lightning. Because mm -hmm. it's always changing. Boom, boom. Gotta do this, do that. I'm up here finishing one event and then somebody else calling me. Oh my can I need you for this? Oh my can and I'm up here just like all over about to say a word. <laughs> I'm that place. I'm gonna just say it. Say it, hey, girl. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. say it. <laughs> this is adult. This is an adult show. <laughs> yes, it is. But I'm just saying, you realize, like, I'm tired of being all over the place. Mm -hmm. I don't want. I want. I know now. I want to automate my life. I want to take the influence that I have built over the years and streamline my business, where it could be hands off sometime, where I could literally sit back for a month and not worry about anything and so that's why i think god has shown me during this time like you put the grind in now let's see how we can do this better oh my god you know yeah oh my god Girl, this... it's time to live our best lives right now with no stress and no expectations i mean i thought about a couple of times we're rolling out the bed like dang we're out big what are we gonna do today like it was weird to not have a crazy schedule and you just like we're at home. <laughs> yeah. We had time to drive around, you know, go to Sunset Cliffs sometime and, you know, play games with the boys and, and then talk to your family more, you know, just, just all that. And like, I know that families is my core, my values, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, the business is important, but not like you said, not to the extent of your health. Yes. Not to the extent of, you know, lacking the time with the, people that that's important to you you know um it's not to the extent where you feel like you have to keep on jumping to something because you feel like you have to do it mm -hmm. you do everything because you want to do it mm -hmm. everything because you want to just like my comedian friend had told me and you know he said you don't have to do one right now you mm -hmm. know it's up to you like it's free game you could do it today tomorrow next year yes. no pressure absolutely Absolutely. Oh my God. I love everything you just said. And I think this is a, a perfect time for us to take a break. And so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about putting more fun into your life. So stay Ooh. tuned, everybody. And we're back. Oh my God. This conversation is giving me so much life. Oh my God. I'm so happy that you're here. And, you know, during the break, we were talking about just manifesting and aligning yourself and how, um, you know, getting more in tune with what God wants you to do. Um, and especially being, you know, more heart centered has um, allowed you to um, experience less stress, more fun, and yes. also, you know, finding your own um, leadership. So talk about that, how this time, you know, recognizing that you don't have to grind so much has um, 
giving you more peace of mind and you know added to your mm -hmm. your wellness wow one thing i want to say real quick Nama, you're pulling so much out of me oh wow so you are doing so well which just let me think about what i what i'm doing and why i'm doing it and just and just um the healing part of just being in business is about you know identifying your purpose and and what is your go-to that so you can manifest your dreams more, you know? Um, because when you get more in tune um, to God, that you will have more better health, you will have a more peace of mind, and you will have more fun because God likes you to have fun and have a good time. Cause having this attracts a lot of great things into your life. And mm -hmm. then also too, you will attract more money mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. These will start ha happening effortlessly because you're more in tune. It's like, I feel like this pandemic was all about to shut us down so we could get quiet, so we can hear, mm -hmm. so we can hear God more. Mm -hmm. And so because now that I can hear more, it's like, I don't have all these things and different people in my ears or other distractions. It's like, I can hear what God wants. And, um, and this is what I was told when I was, um, cause I believe in getting mentorship, you know? So one of my spiritual advisors told me, she said that God will pull everything away from you. So you could work for him. Ooh. <laughs> wow. So this time was all about pulling everything, jacking things. You, you think you're going to do this? Oh no, you're not. <laughs> you think you're gonna do oh no, you're not. That's what this time was about. And you have, another's had no control of it. We're yeah. like, what, how, when, what did I do wrong? Nothing. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. Be still. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is a healing time for us, Naima, you know, mm -hmm. and doing this healing, I have been able to get more out of life than I have ever had, you know? I know that my purpose is to just be a divine expression of God, mm -hmm. to just be able to demonstrate, you know, the best image of God so people could heal. Yeah. People could heal. You know, there's, you know, even like somebody told me, one of my friends told me um, last week, and she used to work at the uh, company we both used to work at with AY Fire when we used to work with events and empowerment events. And she said to me, said, McKenna, what I see what you and your husband are doing. You're teaching us about the power of family, mm -hmm. about how they, how you can work, have a family, and you will have a business, and you can work together to manifest anything, everything you want. You mm -hmm. know, she said, and she said to me, I know it has been easy, and I know it ain't perfect. I was like, girl, because I ain't no relationship expert. <laughs> <laughs> she don't put me on that podium because I, <laughs> my husband tell you she ain't all like she see like she is either. You not either, you know so. We know we're human and yes. God would give you exactly the right person to deal with your mess and you deal with their mess. And that's real. Yeah, that they is real. They come here to be perfect, yeah. but they, be, they become your mirror. I believe they become your mirror. They remind you of what you need to change and what you could get better at in the yeah. relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but she said that, I believe that that's why God had you doing things to teach people about family and business. That's like, people need to know that that is what's the core like, you know, what are you living for? A lot of people just living for themselves. They not, but my my point of doing the things I'm doing right now is because my children is going to benefit from this. And then their children's children. And I, I want to have a legacy where they able to live a better life than what we had. And I want them, you know, you know start from nothing. You know, I want them to wake up with a silver spoon in their mouth and say, my parents outdid themselves. They, we still, 
running things because of what they did back in the days. Yeah. You know, we want to pass a baton right now. And so it gets to a point where we should all be teaching our knowledge to people who are ready for it so we can keep this ball rolling, especially for Afro-Americans. We don't need to start over no more. I'm tired of us starting over. I'm tired of us scuffling around. We don't know we're going or coming. No, no, no. Wealth is for everybody. It's our birthright. It's we should own it. We said we are royalty. We need to be back to being the kings and queens we are. And But we have to get with God. Yes. And that and when you get with God, stuff will just effortlessly just start coming to you. I mean, I'm literally like, every time I turn around, somebody says, oh, I can't apply for this. And they will do this for you. Or you'll get this contract if you do this. And I'm sitting just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this is because I'm being still. Mm. And all these blessings are coming. Wow. I said, I had to put my hands up. I had to like put my hands up like, Lord, you know what? I, I feel like a, ma- a money magnet right now because wow. I'm, because being still would actually attract more because you have more clarity. You have more clarity. The more clarity you have, it just, it gets easier to get what you want, you know? Wow. So, so where I'm at right now with my business is I believe that, you know, God put me in a place to lead more and I've been shying away from it. I've been used to putting everybody else as an expert, you know, mm. this person know this and this person know that, you know, and put them on my platforms, which is fine because it, it blessed their lives. It got, it helped them to get more people exposed to what they're doing. And I would handpick everybody, whether it be the Sue and Spa Party or my comedy shows, I always handpick everybody about, because I want people to have the best time and best experience. And it's like an educational experience for them to live a better life. You know, like you said, have more fun, enjoying your life. Because I know people, you get stressed out and they, and they need to get away. Now, literally, in my mission statement for the comedy show, I say that it's for the hardworking individual families that just need to get away mm-hmm. and have a, just a night of comedy just to be like, just let it all go at the door. And that's the same reason why I do Sumo Spa Party. Well, right about now in my life, I think it's that it's time for me to teach what it takes to walk that life mm-hmm. because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have people to test you. You're going to have people think they're, that you don't shouldn't do this way, do it that way. That people's going to try to tell you a faster way to get to cash and it's not the way you're supposed to be going to. So it's actually it's harder to when you walk with God, when you are focused on that. And you have to be have like really stand on your ground and be able to say no to things that does not resonate with your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to set those boundaries. And I feel like that's what my leadership is about, is about how to do spiritual business. Yeah. How would you, how, how, you know, how you literally allow God to be your CEO? Because I had to trust God and have a faith walk that, that I was going to be able to make money doing this thing that everybody say, how you going to make it? I mean, people don't always support your business beginning. They're like, they're like, whoa, you know, are you really going to make money and do that? Oh, girl, you need to go get a job, you know, and I have family members who are sitting there like, you know, saying, you know, um, you may want to go back to school and do this, do that. I'm like, no, God's telling me to produce events. They couldn't understand how, the how. Mm-hmm. But now, years later, God has blessed me to be, you know, a co-author of a book. I've been on a magazine cover, you know, for most influential women of 2018, a lifetime magazine for entrepreneurs. Um, God has blessed me to get, you know, get recognized, you know, for my leadership abilities of, you know, just doing the good business in San Diego and empowering women that they can live their dreams out too. And so I do want to help more people to do that and that you don't have to lose your soul doing that. 
You don't have to be something you're not to do it. You don't have to compete with other people and be and think, oh, okay, I see what she's doing. Okay, I gotta look just like her. I gotta talk like her and be like, no, be you yes. and you will get everything you want and more. Oh my God, yes. Yes, like we have to allow our light to shine, our light. You know, we got like the light in it. And I'm telling you, it's not easy because I have people mad at me right now because I said no. <laughs> but I can't do what God told me not to do. It's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I, I tell people I get sick to my stomach when I feel like I'm out alignment. Ooh, it don't yeah. feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, I feel like something going on with my body, my heart. Don't, I'm like, I, you can't make me do wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. because I will feel like, oh, I ain't going to be doing this. And then people get upset because they think about what they need from you. No, no, I, I can't do it like that. I can't do it like that. Mm-hmm. So I want people to understand that when you walk in the light of God and you understand the principles of spirituality and how to do what you need to do, that it will manifest more money. It will create more relationships with good people that when you do business with, it will help you to build a strong foundation where you will continue to grow, 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 grow. And your foundation is gonna be so tight, no one can't push you down. It mm-hmm. is like, it's like this, it's so solid, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I get it now. Because it was sometimes I'll be like, feel like, oh, I ain't gonna make it because everybody is mad at me because I won't produce a show where people cussing. <laughs> <laughs> people they keep letting me, well, you know, you ain't gonna make it if people ain't cussing. Well, I guess they, I just gonna do it in the kitchen then or do it in the backyard, <laughs> or do it to me. I don't want nobody cussing at my show. Mm-hmm. But look what God did. I, have, I was able to work with some of the best and best of the industries because I stand on my two feet and said this is what i'm gonna do i'm not mm-hmm. doing what y'all doing you know yeah and i'm just saying it's not easy you literally are going to be pushed up against the wall because you're not going along with the norm mm-hmm. but i'm like i'm creating a new norm yes okay? yes I, i'm a pioneer i'm not a follower i'm a trendsetter yes you know uh yeah. we, we, we create things we don't sit there and do what everybody else is doing are you kidding me <laughs> Love and then it. my other, and one reason why I think it's very important to, um, for me to teach more about spiritual business because a lot of times people think that copying other people would make you more successful, but they understand there's an inner um, knowing of your purpose that helps you become successful. Like sometimes I get ideas out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I can be washing dishes, and God would drop an idea on me. And I'm like, ooh, well, that's good. And I'm up to writing down. Well, that's good. <laughs> Where I'm talking to a good friend on the phone, and they're like, wait a minute, what'd you just say? <laughs> oh, they're telling me, you know, you need to write that down. You need to do that. I'm telling you because that's how it works when you are in alignment with God. You know, I, I'm telling you, like, for instance, I never sit there and watch other people comedy shows to do what I'm doing. That's not how I learned to do comedy shows. I learned from my mentors telling me about the theme and they say, what kind of theme you want? And I'll tell them what I want. And they'll say, this is the perfect comedian for that theme. This is the perfect comedian for that theme. It was not about watching other people's stuff. Mm. I, I didn't want to be like nobody else. I want to be McKenna. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's, I, I actually, I get offended, you know, if I look like, I don't want to look like nobody else. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I got to do my way, my way. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't want to like, I'm just out there just like everybody else, you know? So, and so some people feel like they got to study everybody else to do what they do and i'll say well study just enough to understand how to run your business but don't think 
that is how you're going to do your business. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that you're just supposed to get the blueprint so you can understand how business is working, but you still got to find your own identity in it. Yes. You know, you can't be, you can't be those people. And it's not going to make you happy anyway. You'll wake up one day and don't know who you are. And you're going to be like, oh my God, what did I sign up for? Yeah. I can't keep faking this. Basically the, the, the lie that you created, you ain't going to be, you ain't going to want to do it no more. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't want to live like that. I got to, mm-mm. All right. So tell McKenna, tell everybody how it was that you came to be voted as San Diego's most influential woman in 2018. Well, that is a good question <laughs> because I was actually sick in the bed with flu. <laughs> and I got this message on my Facebook messenger for the marketing director for the magazine. I didn't even know what this magazine was or anything. And said, you know, I'm with uh, Life by Design magazine and you just been nominated for Most Interesting Woman of 2018, you know? And I'm like looking at it. I'm saying, do I know anything about this magazine? <laughs> so I start looking up the magazine, looking at who, who, who's, a, you know, who's, um, you know, founder of it. I said, okay, it's a, you know, it's a guy who does real estate and then he owns some businesses and I saw some things they're doing. I saw they had other copies of it. I said, okay, okay. You know, um, and then I went to my husband and I said, sorry, do you know anything about this magazine? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know anything. I said, okay. I said, cause they talking about, I got nominated for most influential woman in 2018. Cause I, I didn't know it was real, <laughs> you know? And so I said, okay. I said, I, I was, and I literally was sick. Like my, I had a, like a little slight fever and everything, you know? So I went in and, t- and messing back. I said, okay, I'm interested. And he said, okay. He said, well, I'll get back with you soon. You know, he said, you're in the first stage of, of the nominations. So, so that happened. So then um, I didn't know what the next step was until I saw one of my um, friends, I saw, I guess she got nominated too. And so she had put on her social media that, oh, you know, make sure you click on this to help me uh, solidify my nomination for Most Influential Woman in 2018. So I saw what she did. She had this little little, uh, link. I said, oh, I didn't get no link. And so I went and, and checked some, I think I checked a, a, a email or something and I saw that you had to go in there and people had to vote for you and said they nominated you. I said, oh shoot, I, I don't know if I got the information. So I had to go and text like 25 of my friends and say, can you just go to this link and said that, you know, that you solidify my nomination that you, you know, think I'll be a good candidate candidate for that and so then I have a few friends do that for me and so then I I guess they had different stages so they had the first pool of like 200 some women and then they went down to I made it to the top 14 and then they um that's when they started the voting series and in the voting series once again I was like I wasn't sick but I was, had a crazy schedule it was like in March I remember because we had just had several anniversary and literally the day after anniversary say oh for 10 days you had to get people to vote for you every day and I'm like and that's our busiest month because my husband would be doing the hot chocolate run and then I had I think that year did I have a show that year I can't remember if I had I had I had some event some women's event I was working on it probably wasn't a super one spot party events or something so I had just had a lot of stuff going on I said like, oh my god I gotta do this too so um I had to like think of a plan of action about how people were gonna vote for me every day so why did I wrote a list about 100 people and told them, can you vote for me every day? 
for the next, you know, almost almost two weeks. And then I start posting on social media, you know, telling people to vote for me and putting pictures of myself and telling them that I was happy to be one of the nominees that I made the second cut. You know, I think it was like somebody nominated me, then they went through that where you, somebody had to solidify it. And then they, so a couple of people had to solidify you for the nomination. And then they went through the voting series. And so that's when I made it to, I guess, the not the final cut, but the, the fourth time of cutting where it was like seven people, I think it was seven of us, where we, we did this photo shoot uh, at Bible Park near the Roses. And they would decide, we still didn't know who won, but it would be among us, you know? So I think was it, was, I think it was about seven, uh, seven or eight of us, I can't quite remember, um, that took this picture and they did a photo shoot with us and they said, you won't know if you won until May 8th, you know, and they was having this big old event at the Henry Hotel and they would, you know, announce who won. And so, of course, when, you know, I went out, I had my parents to come, a few friends invited to see if they could make it. And <laughs> it was one of the most surreal moments of my life. <laughs> Because like I said, I had no idea about this magazine. You know, they have here they have like a circulation about two hundred thousand. You know, they were the, all these top entrepreneurs in San Diego doing big, amazing things. You know, so uh, even the founder of the magazine, he owns real estate and he owns seven different other companies. And so I'm like, God, you put me in front of these people. I'm like, I just felt grateful for the experience mm-hmm. to be recognized. But when I actually heard my name. That I and they have some serious women that was running for this. I mean, they have some power hitters, you know. When I heard my name, I felt like it slowed down time for me when it said the winner is McKenna Gert. I'm like, oh, I screamed out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you know, they handed me, they handed me this beautiful picture of the cover of the magazine where they framed it. You know, I'm looking out, seeing my parents and the audience, and I'm like, oh, my God. And they have been taking all these pictures. Like, this is really happening. This is really happening. I'm going to cover a magazine. And then everybody, they have passed out the magazine, everybody, and they have to show it. I'm seeing the reflection of myself. You know, I'll, that's when I was just taken about, about what would God do for your life? Mm-hmm. What God would do? This came out of nowhere. Nowhere. You know? Um, it was the, like the serious turn of my life that here I am, you know, just doing what I love, which is producing events, doing comedy shows, and super spa party events for women and working with other people events. They had no idea that I would be nominated and recognized for such an honorable thing to be an influencer to me is a big thing. I mean, people are following you because they believe in you and that you bring something good to their lives. So it, it felt like, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, and, and I crossed, um, main, I went to that mainstream by that happened because I went, here is, I, you know, I know in my community and now I'm on cover of Entrepreneur Magazine in front of other, you know, brilliant entrepreneurs, you know, and I'm like, wow. And that's mm-hmm. not where I started. You know, I didn't start being known for doing good business. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's not where I started. So I had to figure this thing out. So yeah, it was, that was a, yeah, that was, a, that was a serious blessing, you know, um, and I will always remember that, that, that changed my life. Yeah. That literally, that experience changed my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it made me even more of a believer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I think it helped a lot of other people in my life to see that, you know, they know the challenges I've been through and keeping my business together and, and the, like you said, the balance and scale. And I think 
to me, see myself on the cover magazine show that a black woman can do this. I was myself here. <laughs> I'm representing mamapreneurs that you could have a, a family and a business too. And I just represent the power of God, like mm -hmm. how this came out of nowhere, you know, and I had to earn it. That's the most important thing I want to share. It's like, I wasn't just given this, mm -hmm. you know, I had to earn it. I, people had to vote for me. So people had to like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't put myself there. The people put me there, yeah. you know? So, uh, so when you say you're an influencer, don't just call yourself an influencer because you think you're influencing people. People have to believe in you. They, the people put you there. You don't put yourself there. Yeah, you know, so that's important, you know, because some people, you know, like to give themselves titles, and it's really about the people, about what the people feel about you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's what's and, most important. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we have to balance, you know, being liked by people, and that comes about because of integrity and how mm -hmm. we conduct ourselves with people. Yes, but you know, not so much being liked because of being too much of a people pleaser, you know, which is something that I know, yes. you know, over the years, <laughs> um, because you are a very sweet person and, mm -hmm. you know, and I have definitely seen, you know, your toughness grow over the mm -hmm. years as well. Um, and just one final point we were talking about, um, during the break, which is that you didn't seek out, um, a lot of the opportunities that came to you, a lot of the things that came to you, it was because of a, a, a connection or um, just, it came organically to you. So yes, talk, yeah. talk about that, how things have just kind of come to you um, just organically through, you know, your, your connections and, and what have you. I think what comes to me right now is that something that my mentor, Dr. Ajar told me, it's like I was having challenges when I first started my event planning company. I would have challenges with getting clients. And it's because they didn't know my work. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what I can do, you know? Um, and so I was just trying to get my name um, out there. And one of the things she told me was that you need to create a, some century events that you do often. And she actually told me to do it once a month, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's one of the things I did for like the first six years of doing comedy shows. I was doing comedy shows at least 10 to 12 times a year. Wow. So um, be, by people seeing your work over and over again and seeing what you can do, then you build alliances with people. Mm -hmm. I, I met, you know, business partners through my events. I met opportunities through my events. Uh, I got to meet some talented people. And then those people go and tell other folks about what you're doing. And so when these opportunities, I believe, came, people thought about, oh, I know who's perfect for this. You know, I'm just assuming that's probably what they say. Oh, I know a lady that does this, you know, mm -hmm. and they will refer me to these opportunities because they see my work. Mm -hmm. So I tell people just do a good job. Keep on doing what you do over and over again. And actually that helped me to build my clientele because they go to my event and people will ask me, can you assist me with my event or can you help me do event marketing? You know, I, I just kept on doing my work over and over again until I got good at it, you know, um, and you, you have to master your craft, master your craft, craft will produce bless, blessings for you, you know, great opportunities for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's funny thing. It's like, I don't know who nominated me for, um, for that opportunity for most official woman, but I, but they could, they wouldn't tell me, but they, <laughs> but I do know it was because of the Superwoman spa party events. 
because they were looking for women who were empower women, you know. And so that was another event that people, someone had experienced and had a good time at, and they thought enough to nominate me for the opportunity. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And I love, you know, that your dedication to doing things the way that you have, um, you know, with your with your shows has brought about a situation where it's a family event. And so, you know, mm-hmm. over the years, you've had your boys at the shows and people, you know, it's a family thing. Everybody can come because you yeah. don't have to worry about, you know, if something crazy is going to be said because, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's enough of that out there. You know, all you yes. have to do is, is turn on the, the radio or, you know, um, you know, there's a, there's enough um, out there and, and yeah, you may find that you are swimming upstream, so to speak, but at the yeah. same time, you can feel good about what you're doing, you know, um, upholding your conviction is standing on principle that, um, you know, you're doing something that's classy and you're doing something, you know, that's fun. So talk about how you now are having fun, um, you know, with, with your boys and, and with your family. Oh my God. It's, you know, my boys have personalities. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've literally, you know, think that somebody going to be a part of comedian up in here because they've been around all the comedy shows over the years. And I mean, especially my youngest one, I'm seeing that he has like a little Jerry Lewis thing going. You remember that comedian Jerry Lewis? Yes, of course. All these crazy faces and, and do little silly stuff. And sometimes I look at him and I'm like, I couldn't figure out what it was. I was like, where are you getting all these crazy faces and little, little perky things? Up? And then it came to me, he he reminded me of Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis is one of my favorite uh, comedians that I follow, you know, watch all his movies. And I said, I showed uh, my other son, I see her. I said, Nasir, don't don't Nori remind you of this guy? And he looked, he said, oh yeah, that's Nori. <laughs> and wow. I remember I was producing comedy show when Nori was in my womb. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so it's interesting that watching their personality and then um, my 14-year-old, he he has these faces like his father. It's like I'm getting to know him more like, you know, because the sorrow has these faces that don't make sense. Like, where do you get that face from? What is that about? <laughs> you know, he, you laugh at his many faces and the seer has those faces. Or he'll say like one word, crazy stuff, and I'll fall out laughing, you know. Um, so I'm getting to know their personalities even more during this time, you know. Um, and then, of course, my oldest son, you know, he's the musician. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Every time I turn around, he talking about some song he did and you know what rap song he's working on. And he had mama, can you listen to this clip? I was in the studio and I I really I literally live a lot around a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. My whole my all my children are very creative. Yeah. And, it's, and then my and my husband, he like he just you know, he's like a buzz. <laughs> yeah. 
um, it's, I realize I'm blessed to have amazing family where we do have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we do, uh, we have been able to get along and keep it going. Now, sometimes we get on each other nerves, but I have a great appreciation like how uh, inventive we are and how creative, like my youngest one, he like, he loves to cook. You know, and so he went and made some, you'll be proud to hear that name. He went in there and made some asparagus. Wow. With, 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 cut up, he wanted to mom, where's the garlic at? I want to put um a raw garlic on it too. I said, like, we had ran out of garlic. I said, he said, well, I'll just use a seasoning. And he made, read the recipe and made, you know, some asparagus, you know, um, and then he helped me, like I was, you know, um, making some salmon croquettes. So they love when I make that. And he came in there. He did his fingers like this. They let me know. I want to help. <laughs> <laughs> so he helped me, you know, the patties. and made the patties, you know. And so it's it's cool that I have had a chance to get, I feel like I'm knowing my boys better now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, we, you know, of course, we talk a whole, whole lot, you know. And just so... And you just have to keep everything upbeat, silly. And I know I'm always acting silly, you know, with my husband all the time. And he'd be thinking, you play too much and everything. Because he's he starting a little bit more serious, you know. When he's not doing fitness, he's real serious. You know, I'm like, I got to do this this time. He like he like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I play around in between time. But then he said, I get serious when I do my events. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you got to keep it fun. You know, we've been we've had a chance to go bike riding. We mm-hmm. went to car and I had not rode a bike since I was 18 years old. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so we went bike riding car in our island and that was so cool. I was so freeing. Yeah. Oh my God. That, that was a good, good experience. And then we was able to, you know, just sometimes just go to different beaches just because, you know, and just chill out a different, like we love Northern, um, I guess the North County beaches. And we found this cool little beach in Encinitas. It was hard nobody on the beach. And it had like these cliffs. And you feel like you was like in Hawaii or something. I'm like, where is this spot? You know, you find these little cuts. You know, you try to find a place where ain't too many people. You kind of feel like you, you know, by yourself a little bit. And so I'm enjoying like rediscovering San Diego right now. Like yeah. I, I have more appreciation for nature. Like I was telling, you know, Nassar that I want to, you know, just sometimes just go to Babel Park and just go walk in the middle of the day, you yeah. know, and go to the Botanical Gardens and stuff. It's just, I know, I just feel like that becoming one right now, mm-hmm. you know, um, we have played Monopoly with the kids and, you know, uh, and watch Nassar just kick our behinds in Monopoly <laughs> <laughs> and brag about it, oh. taking pictures and filming it. I, I just got up from the table and went to sleep. <laughs> It didn't make no sense to continue. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so, I yeah, I, I, re- I realized that I have some very creative children, and it's because of who we are. They mm-hmm. literally, like, this one thing that uh, my oldest son had told me. He said, Mom, I watched you, you know, start your business from nothing. Mm-hmm. He said, so that's why I want to have my own business from watching you guys. You know, so what we do is very important from our kids. It, it does, will impact their lives. They're they're learning from by actions. You know, yeah. yeah. And so um, it's funny because sometimes you know, like I said, my youngest son, he looks silly all the time, and then I have to stop myself. Like he's still probably silly because he's been you know grew around comedy all these years. And so it's just it's, it's natural for him. Yeah. You know, so um, it's just I'm just looking forward to what they're gonna become in the future. Like, yeah. because they have seen, they've been exposed to so much. Yes, they, they have. have. 
they have. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I really admire that and I respect that because, you know, they definitely, I mean, pretty much anytime people see you and your husband, they see your boys with you. And um, that's whether it's your event or whether it's his events, you know. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, they definitely are getting that firsthand exposure and, and you all are leading by example. And so they, you know, they get to see all of the different sides of, you know, what you go through, um, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, you oh, know, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, that's and able true. to yeah. learn from your experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I know the star has said that he said, it's gonna be really interesting just to see what happens. like. You know, because they two parents, you know, mm-hmm. doing what we do. Yeah. It's, it's like, and then that's what make our life so fun. Because one of the things I learned from um, our life before, you know, COVID is that we did a lot. And I don't regret anything. Could yeah. we have lived? We literally done so much stuff. Like sometimes I look at my Facebook memories. I'm like, oh my God, I remember when we did that comedy show. Oh, I remember when we did this run. And then we went on this trip and we did this. And so I think right now, a lot of people are really looking like, man, you know, I haven't done all the stuff that I want to do. And now I'm limited on how I can do stuff. And I don't feel limited because I did a lot before this happened. Yes. So it really teaches me why it's important for us to stop waiting to live our dreams. Live it now in this present time. Get it done. Because you don't know what changes may happen in the future. <laughs> Because you, you'll be regretful. You'll be sitting back, oh my God, I wish I did this. I, I Look, I did over 60 comedy shows. I'm not hurting. Yeah. I, I literally have done, I've done a lot of events, you know? So me to do just two or three virtual events, is like, oh, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> so we in this world where we can't really meet up that much. I'm, I'm doing good, you know? So um, it's, it's just about shifting right now and, um, like I was saying, getting to know our family more and spend more time. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, ble- it's really becoming more of a blessing. You know, of course I like doing more live events than I do virtual, you know, but I know when time is, will come, you know, I'm just being extra careful because I know now we have to just be safe and, and make sure people are healthy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and so if I do the event, I have to make sure I'm creating an environment we're uh, following the laws of land because now yes. it's, it's serious. Yeah. It's serious, you know, you can't, people can't just be around just any old body. You know, you gotta do temperature checks at the door, all that kind of stuff. So now it's like, whatever I decide to do, I wanna make sure I'm ready to serve in a way where people could feel like they're in a good space, you know, of this prosperity and healthiness, you know, yes. which is important. So that's why I'm not trying to jump, jump, jump. It's like, because we in some serious time and we gotta take our time to figure out what is best for us and the people we're serving right now, you know? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So this, this conversation has been so rich. So tell really? yes. <laughs> so tell I'm everybody. <laughs> <laughs> love you girl. So um, tell everybody where they can find you. What are your social media handles and all that good stuff? Okay. So you can definitely find me on Facebook. That's like my hub. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you go to Slurry Events by Makina, that's M-A-K-E-N-A, um, that's my fan page. And so you'll be able to like it. You know, if you want to, you know, send me a message about anything that you feel like 
you need business wise, you know, because one of the things I am working on is uh, creating um, an online, you know, um, series of teaching people how to be a superstar in their industry. It's something I've been doing the side with a few clients, but now I'm actually going to actually do more of them so people can learn how to use social um, media, marketing, PR, and also special events. In this case, it would be more virtual events and, you know, live events, depending on, you know, where you can do it. Because some cities are more open than California. California is kind of like still in shutdown. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so so I've been teaching that for a while about how to build a strong personal brand online, offline, you know. Um, so if anybody's interested in that, they could definitely message me on there and say that they want to expand their brand and try to learn how to um, become a, more of an influencer in your industry. Um, then also you can follow me on Instagram. I'm loving Instagram more. I've been on there actively for almost two years now. And I, I love just meeting new people. You know, it's it's like a whole new world on Instagram. And so I'm on there um, more actively. <laughs> so you just go to McKenna and 7777 because seven is my favorite number. And um, you just go there and you'll find me there and see my stories there. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, sis, for joining me. I have so appreciated and enjoyed talking with you. And I know that you have, you certainly touched my heart and I'm sure that you will also touch the hearts of the listeners. So thank you so very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Name. I appreciate you too, lady. All right. Wow, what a conversation. My goodness. Once again, McKenna is just so on fire and I hope that you enjoyed listening as much as I did. And I hope that you were inspired and that you will share this episode with your family and friends. I know that you have a lot of choices of podcasts that you can listen to. And so I thank you so much for tuning into this one please do me a favor, subscribe and share and follow this podcast because each and every week, my goal is to provide you with guests and content that touches your heart and soul, that makes you think, that uplifts you. So again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. Peace and love.